Hi, I'm Jessica Schiller Silverman, and I want to warmly welcome you to the Alive Podcast, where wellness and business come to life. I stepped away from a six figure career in venture capital in San Francisco to start my own venture, all inspired initially from a podcast. Learn how in this powerful show full of golden nuggets that will help you learn how you can come alive in your creative prowess while creating financial and energetic flow. Each episode will uncover my secrets to debunking the starving artist myth. Come on, enjoy the ride and come alive with me. Today's episode was an excerpt from a live talk on Women's History Month for suppression of the feminine and surrendering shame. I hope you join me next time for a live talk on Insight Timer. Just search my name, Jessica Schiller Silverman, on the Insight Timer app and follow. As a woman, do you long to feel held and supported as you always hold everyone around you in your aura? In light of Women's History Month, I invite you to be held and healed with a dear friend of mine's podcast and recent guest hosted by Tina Conroy, Healing Meditation for Women on the Women's Meditation Network, created by another dear friend of mine, Katie Kremitzos. Healing Meditation for Women helps support my path to healing as a ritual to release anxiety and clear and dispel negative energy and stress. I recently listened to Archangel Michael's Clearing Meditation and immediately felt so supported and held through Tina's guidance and divine care in channeling this clearing. What I love most about these meditations is the heart coherence felt in each episode that immediately calms my nervous system in minutes. The entire Women's Meditation Network has a massive library of meditations for everything from anxiety to sleep, deep healing, presence, peace, and connecting deeper to your feminine within. I invite you to follow the Healing Meditation for Women podcast or the entire Women's Meditation Network. Now, wherever you listen to podcasts and start listening for free today, just search Women's Meditation on your favorite podcast app and follow or visit womensmeditationnetwork.com. Today's concept of surrendering shame and honoring the feminine, right? It's, and again, not to to have a defeatist mindset that we're never going to be there. We evolve, but to have the expectation that there is a destination, right? Is to set ourselves up for shame, right? That we are not there yet, right? But there is, is an evolution, right? I firmly believe that we are all here on this earth for a purpose. And our purpose is some type of correction, some type of lesson and challenge, right? That we are to evolve to in this life, right? In astrology, if you know your natal chart, and if you don't know, this is a really wonderful practice to really get to know yourself at a deeper level. And what is your calling? And right, how do we surrender shame is, is in knowing truly who we are, is knowing our rising sign and our north node in our natal chart. So if you know that, type it in the chat. You know, what's your rising sign? What's your north node? I wouldn't be surprised if some of you have some of my signs as well. That's why like energy uh, attracts like energy. I am a rising Sagittarius. So the sage of the Zodiac, uh, the old wise woman of the forest, which is why I'm so deeply entrenched, the wild horse, uh, and my north nose in Leo, right? Which is a very fierce, bold, courageous sign, which is why I know my destiny is to continue to show up even when life is hard. Of course, giving myself grace when I needed time as I did the last few months, 
But as I've evolved, as I've healed, I just felt this calling that I had to show up even on days where things don't feel great because they're never going to be perfect. So I have to show up as I am to be a model for you to know that it's okay for you to show up as you are without shame, without guilt, without the resentment. All right, let me check the chat here. Liz, hello, darling. Hi, hi, everyone in the world, wherever you are. I'm feeling happy, grateful for experiencing another Live Now event created by Jessica and spending part of my day with her along with others. Thank you so much, darling. Liz, hi, charismatic. Charismatic. (laughs) Charismatic is beautiful too. Christine, my fantastic friend, another Liz. Angela, Christine, welcome, welcome, welcome. So as more of you are entering, please feel free to type in the chat. Say hello. Let me know where in the world you are tuning in from. Insight Timer is a beautiful platform. It's a global community, as is my podcast. Um, I'm now in almost 60 countries. And just knowing that is just such a blessing that voices carry, right? Words are energy. And it's just so powerful and such a blessing, right? As part of my own trauma healing, to use my throat chakra, to use my voice. I actually recently did a class called Journey Through the Chakra Dance. It was called Ecstatic Dance. And it was incredible. We danced through each one of the chakras from the root all the way up through the crown and the third eye. And we learned when you don't use each chakra, how does that manifest in our physical body? And so the throat is indicative of thyroid issues, right? So for those of you, uh, I don't have those. I have other issues, of course. (laughs) I have some digestive issues, which uh, is held in my solar plexus. So for instance, when the solar plexus is either under or overutilized, there's discord in in the digestive system. Right. Similarly, the thyroid with the throat, right? Not using your voice as a feminine, right? Not shaming ourselves, but speaking up for our needs. What do I need is the most powerful question you can ever ask yourself to help break the cycle of shame. Because when you tend to your needs, you are saying, I hear you, I love you. It is okay that things are not as as I expect them to be, which expectation always sets us up for failure, right? And disappointment. So what if we surrender? One of my favorite expressions, right? Is experience is not expectations, right? Experience life. Don't expect things out of life because the universe has other divine plans for us, right? And when we open the door to that existence and that reality, alchemy happens right? Magic mysticism comes into our aura. Angela says, wow, thyroid issues are so common in my family. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, spirituality, it's simply another language. It's sort of a the secret code for our DNA, for understanding where we come from, right? Our natal chart is where the cosmos were the day that we were born. And then tracking the cosmos, right? And tracking the moon cycles. And it's so beautiful that we're on a full moon today and we get to celebrate together this sense of completion, this sense of closure, this sense of thinking of this concept of shame. What shame stories are ready to be surrendered? What do I continuously badger myself about, belittle myself, tell myself that I am not enough? I am too much. That was my story. 
Some of you might even know here in the community, I was a part of another community here on Insight Timer. And I often censored myself. I said, you know what? Maybe I'm talking too much or every other minute. like maybe people don't want to hear me. Am I too much? And then I got to a point in my life where I said, I have to be who I am. If I am not my full and authentic self and I am censoring myself from a place of shame, that's where suppression happens in the emotional body. And then it manifests in our physical reality. As I said, through the chakras, each chakra is aligned with a different part of our energy body, right? A meridian, which then manifests into physical issues, right? So the day you wake up and all of a sudden have digestive issues and you never had them in your entire life, well, it's not that moment. It's not that last meal you ate. It's accumulation probably from the day you were born of trauma, ancestral trauma, inner child trauma that has manifested. Most trauma in our childhood manifests between the ages of zero and seven. That's when we develop most of our belief systems as well. So whether you know it or not, no matter what age you are here today, you most likely act out of your seven-year-old self, your five-year-old self, somewhere between the ages of zero and seven, right? The guy in traffic who's flicking people off and he's, right? He's acting like a child. We all do. And again, there's no shame around it, but it's when we have awareness and not only awareness, but acceptance that this is okay that this belongs, right? Acceptance is the most powerful word for healing the shame spiral. Acceptance, tolerance, appreciation of who we are. Whether we're too much, too much for who, right? I have a powerful voice. I have a lot of things to say. I don't just speak for the sake of speaking. And I never did as a child. I'm never the type that's gonna talk about the weather. That's just who I am. So if I censor myself, the women, the men, whoever in this world is meant to hear me will not receive this message. And if I impact just one person's life today, in my in my whole entire life, not even today, then I've done my job and you've done your job. And I just think that is such a beautiful thing to not censor yourself, to not be afraid to show up fully in your power. Because you were created just as you were by God, by universe, by spirit, for a divine reason. You are here still for a divine reason and a divine purpose. So don't censor yourself. And if you hear me, say an amen in the chat. <laughs> you know, let me know that you're you're vibing and you're resonating. It's a little quiet here in the chat today, which is totally fine. There is no pressure to chat and to converse. But I think it helps you, <laughs> Dion, amen, feels connected. Right, it helps you feel connected to, to this community because it's not like Zoom. I can't see all your faces except your beautiful bubbles below. And so when you chat, I get I get to feel your beautiful energy. And again, I just thank you for being here today. Michaela, first time here. Welcome, love. Welcome, welcome. Where in the world are you joining us from? And I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Michaela, it's one of my favorite names. So beautiful. Bonnie, yes, amen. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for affirming with me. So today I am going to show self-love and compassion to myself in assuring that I'm going to stick to the time that I planned for this live. Some of you that might have joined me in the past know that I planned for an hour, hour and a half and we'll go for two hours. But something I've learned in my own shame story, in my own trauma healing, is that I had a difficult time cutting people off 
I didn't like boundaries. So therefore, I would allow things to evolve and grow. And I had this beautiful spiritual explanation that, right, I want things to blossom as they are without giving them that masculine container. But again, in honoring the feminine, we also have to honor the masculine because the masculine holds space for the feminine to be free. So this live is planned for an hour and I'm setting the intention and you all are going to hold me accountable that this live will end. We've been 18 minutes in at two o'clock Eastern on the hour, because I want to show myself grace to know that it doesn't have to be. I think one time I did two and a half hours and that's a big time investment for me to show up. Of course, I love to be with you all. I feel you to feel safe, to overgive. Yeah. Overgiving is actually a trauma response, right? It's I am not enough unless I give abundantly, right? Again, that shame story. I am not enough unless I give way more, unless I expend and I burn myself out to the point of exhaustion. That's a story because you can still give massive value in 45 minutes that we have left. And I will promise to give you massive value. But right, time is an illusion right? In the spiritual realm, right? There's the concept of Kairos and Kronos. Kairos time is divine time, right? All in divine timing. I'm sure you've heard that expression. Kairos, time, space, energy is infinite, right? In the cosmos. And then there's Kronos. That's 1.19 PM here on the East Coast, whatever time zone that you are on, that's chronological Kronos, right? In Greek, chronological time. And yes, we live in the human world. So I'm not saying surrender to live in the infinite. That's why I say we need a balance of both, right? That yin and that yang, right? The chronos is the chronological, the masculine. And the kairos is this concept of honoring the feminine. But we can only honor the feminine when we have the container, much like dancing. I don't know if any of you love the show. I do, Dancing with the Stars. And you see you have a male and a female. And now that, of course, they've, intertwined, you know, male, uh, male and, and female, female couples to honor, right? Gender conversion, which is really beautiful as well. But there is someone that has the frame of the dance, the masculine, and then the feminine who gracefully, right? Moves through, right? And evolves in her beauty and her grace. But both allow that beautiful experience to happen. You see what I mean? I always, I always look to dance because it's the easiest way to explain the concept of the yin and the yang and why both belong. But today, again, we're going to honor, we're going to honor this feminine who's been suppressed, who's been shamed for centuries, right? The old woman in the woods, right? The medicine woman who is banished for all her secrets, because you know what? If the world knew her secrets, then the powers that be, and again, I won't go too deep into this conversation, those that try to control right? We'll not be able to capitalize on manipulating people's minds, right? And honestly, we see a lot of that going on in the world now, right? Suppression, censoring on social media. Spiritual teachers are being censored on social media every single day for that reason. Why? Because the world, not all of us, right? We are here. We are an insight timer. This is this resonates with our soul. But those that don't understand this wisdom, are afraid of it. And it's not their fault, right? But it's our job to teach. It's my job to teach that this is safe, that this is okay, 
It is more than okay. It is actually our destiny here on earth to speak of the feminine. So the shame cycle, right? We cut the cord. So it is broken to know that all belongs, right? The universe created both, meaning both have a purpose, Adam and Eve, right? The embodiment, whether or not these two beings ever existed, or even if you believe in the Bible, let's translate that with the masculine and the feminine, right? The balance of the two energies that is so important that we need to honor. But as women, if we don't tend to our needs, if we overgive, right? If we overpromise, if we don't do the things we say we're going to do. My therapist has a saying, and I love it. She says, do what you mean and mean what you do, right? Say what you mean and mean what you say. But do we do this? Do we say things in our mind? I should do this. And do we actually do them? Because every time from the smallest of things, like I have to get up and use the bathroom right now. Mm, I can hold it. I got to finish this right now. We cut our needs off. And that collective resonance over time of cutting off even basic needs, right? Which is starting all the way from our root chakra, which is survival. We cut that off. We cannot evolve through the chakras, right? The root being our survival. Then we move up into our sacral, right? That's our creative center. We cannot be creative if our basic needs are not met. Then our solar plexus using our power, our voice, right? So for those of you that have a hard time with showing up in your feminine, with the shame cycle and loving yourself as you are, start from the root down. But I actually learned a second approach of the chakras that I'd never heard before in this journey through the chakra dance class. I'm going to share it with you right now. We often think of the chakras from the bottom up, root to crown to third eye, but there's also a top-down approach where what if instead of starting from the bottom up, right, which is evolution, we manifest from the top down, right? So we start with our third eye and our crown and we receive the downloads from spirit, right? Through our crown, our third eye, our intuition, which flows into our throat chakra, right? We use our voice. We tune into our feelings and our heart center. We ignite our inner power in our solar plexus down to the sacral, use that creative energy, and then manifest to the root, the foundation, the earthing, right? This full moon is in Virgo. It's an earth sign, giving it that stability and that foundation so it can blossom. The seeds can blossom, right? Such a beautiful concept, right? Of top down or bottom up of flowing through the chakras, but the chakras are a really beautiful tool of tuning into. And you can see, I've got my prayer flags, the chakras, and also this guide here behind me, where if you're feeling any toxicity emotionally or physically in your body, it's a beautiful time to tune into which, which chakra feels out of alignment, right? When you feel pain in your physical body, where does it typically manifest? And I invite you now to type that in the chat. For me, I've had a lot of digestive issues, and I told you that rules the solar plexus. Suppression, not using your power, not showing up. I didn't show up here on Inside Timer for a few months. Yes, I was doing other things. Again, I will not shame myself. I know exactly why that happened, but the reality is the suppression manifested in my physical body to where digestive issues, what does it literally mean? 
not being able to digest life, emotions, just, just like a shutdown process, right? Or as we call in the polyvagal theory, right? Shutdown mode, which is dorsal, right? Dorsal, we have where we shut down and we suppress. Then we move up into sort of a traffic light. That's the red. Yellow is sympathetic, fight or flight. And green is dorsal, right? All systems go. We feel safe. We feel grounded. Be ourselves, right? And there is no shame because we are loved exactly as we are. Nancy says shoulder. Alan, stiff neck, Dion, throat and sinus issues. Yes, again, throat, right? That rules, right? The throat chakra. Maybe not using your voice, not speaking up for your needs. Sinus issues, which I have as well, um, often is a resonance of irritation with the outside world or maybe somebody in your aura and maybe not voicing, right? That that is going on. I hope that resonates. Bonnie, holding my breath. Yes, breath is life. Breath is prana, right? Life force. We have to breathe fresh energy and then the exhale, right? We let it go. The full moon is the exhale that we are in now, right? And so I just want to take a pause. I'm feeling called. I have an agenda today, but I'm just, I'm just going to go with the flow. Just close your eyes for a moment. We're going to take a moment of heart coherence. This is part of compassion therapy, which I'll dive into in just a moment, which is a way to heal through shame suppression, the cutting off of the feminine. And I just invite you to put one hand, or I like to put two hands over my heart. Take a deep breath, fresh energy in for the count of two, three, four, and let's exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The longer the exhale, the deeper the connection to the feminine of surrender, right? On the inhale, we take in. And on the exhale, we let go. And so a beautiful way to calm. I hope just from that one minute, I certainly feel so much calmer if you can't hear it in my voice. That moment of pause, that moment of surrender where we tune in and we elongate the exhale, right? We honor the feminine that we need to release more than we take in. So if you're ever feeling overwhelmed, the balance of four, inhaling for four and exhaling for eight is a really, really beautiful practice. Michaela, neck, joint, and muscle pain in general. Yes, yes. Neck um, is sort of taking the weight. I have shoulder as well. I think someone else said shoulder. Nancy, feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders. And so that's why this is a beautiful place. You're in the right place today to learn how to undo some of these behaviors of shame, of, of feeling, again, shame is, is taking on everyone else and feeling responsible. Like, this is my fault. I have to bear the burden for my family, for those in my home, for my children, for my parents, for my grandparents, right? Ancestral trauma. And I'm here to tell you right now that it is not your burden to bear. You can be there. You can hold space and compassion. But to take on is such, right? It's a heavy jacket to wear. And I want to invite you now 
to have permission to love yourself and not feel that it is your responsibility to bear this burden, right? Just like on this live, I have no qualms about asking if you want to leave a donation, if you feel called, because I'm expending energy, right? And energy to be free, free, freely flowing, right? You inhale, you receive, and then you exhale, you give back right? You give back as a sense of gratitude of, of thank you for showing up. Thank you for teaching me this wisdom. Thank you for holding space for us today, right? And I just want to thank you all for being here because without you here, this would just be a podcast episode, which I am recording this. It's really beautiful, but the sense of community is what we all need, especially over the last three years with the collective trauma that we've all been through, right? The pandemic really changed all of our lives all of our lives. And we don't have to see this in a defeatist mindset. We are evolving, right? Spiritual, a spiritual level, we are being tested to rise to the occasion. This is the time, right, of the light workers, right, of this sort of new earth to evolve. And it's really beautiful that we get to be the harbingers. We get to be a part of this new reality. Liz, my head, forehead, and heart. Make me boo-boo and typo. I meant forehead. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So let's now dive into this concept of surrendering shame. And I want to share with you, let's see, four concepts, right? That, and if you want to take notes, please feel free. Oh my gosh, Christina, thank you so much for the beautiful donation. Oh, so much appreciated, much, much gratitude. I just want to take a moment and thank Christina from the bottom of my heart for the generous, generous donation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This makes it possible, right? Because while money, right, shouldn't be attributed to to showing up, right? It's energy, right? And so for me to be able to do this for free, which this is a free platform for so many of us, right? Energy is reciprocal. And, And I want to thank you so much, Christina, for that beautiful donation. But in turn, I intend to give, give, give on this session. As I said, I have a community right here on Insight Timer, which you can think of as a support group. If you're struggling, I am in four support groups myself, right? So healers need healers too. And I can't tell you how powerful it is when I'm struggling with shame, when I am struggling with the physical issues, right, that are happening in my body or trauma or stress, I use that group. And so I invite you to, and it's called Alive with Jessica Silverman right here on Insight Timer. If you look on my bio, it should take you there as well, but I will type it here in the chat. Please feel free to join so we can stay connected outside the lives, right? So even if maybe I don't show up for a few weeks and I promise to show up more, so that won't be a reality because I truly, truly do love this, but I want to show up when my vase is at least halfway full. I will not show up here in a space of chaos, because then that's what you're going to pick up from me. And so I vow to be here when I am ready to show up, not in a space of perfection, but from a space where I know that I I have the capacity, as Christina says, for holding space. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here. So I can hold space for you. Really, really, really beautiful. So I'm going to share these four points. Then we're going to meditate. I have a beautiful meditation that I wrote a few months ago called this belongs, all belongs, that we are going to meditate with at the very end. And if you have any questions along the process, please feel free to utilize the chat. Let me know you're here, right? Please feel free to engage again to as much or as little 
as you feel called. But before we go to these four points, I want to start with a few quotes. Number one is my my quote, and I shared this on social media last week because this originally was supposed to happen on Friday, this live, but I'm trusting that it was all divine exactly when it happened. There is no right and wrong. It just is. Liberate yourself from judgment and you will find freedom. I'll read that again. There is no right and wrong. Nothing in this world is right and nothing in this world is wrong. Again, most of how we see life through our own lens is perception. So who says this is right and this is wrong, right? You are the seer. You are the observer. You are the one in your own reality that decides what is right and what is wrong, right? But in the end, there is no right and wrong. It just is. Spiritually, it just is. Liberate yourself from judgment, shame guilt, and you will find freedom. And I want you to find that even if for just a micro moment today in your reality. And then I'm going to give you some practices to take home with you so you can continue to make this a ritual, right? To not just experience it here, but the hour that you're with me, but you can carry it on into your life today and every day. And hopefully there's one nugget today that will just stick that, that you'll remember for the rest of your life. That's my every intention in, in being here. My second quote, I actually read on social media last week, and I thought this was really, really beautiful. So I want to share this to you before we go through the four points. What happens to a woman who has been raised to be careful, to speak in a way to not offend others, to use particular words and avoid others, to create art, move her body, and dress in a way that won't make people uncomfortable? What happens to a woman who has been told there is a right and wrong way to parent, to vote, to birth a baby, to paint, to write, to pray? And all those right ways don't match hers. And if you feel this, let me know in the chat because I read this and mm, it was immediately speaking to my heart because I've been shamed and judged my entire life for being a misfit. I think differently than others. I I evolve differently than others. I move in the world. I dress differently. I just, just my whole being ever since I was a child, I just felt so different. I often feel like I didn't belong. And this passage gave me acceptance to know that it's so beautiful just to be who you are, to show up in all your wild, in your crazy pants, in whatever makes you feel alive. That's why my podcast is called Alive, because when you try to fit in, You are not being yourself. And why do you worry about everybody else when at the end of the day, we can't please everyone anyways, right? So this this passage really spoke to me and I'll continue. We've all experienced this. We've been taught and told to censor and filter ourselves. Again, shame, right? I'm going to go back and read this last passage because it was, this was where all the shame is rooted in. Let's dissect this. What happens to a woman who's been told there's a right and a wrong way, right? Who in their childhood ever heard, well, this is what ladies do, right? Ladies eat like this portion and men eat this portion. That's what I was told my whole life. Well, ladies dress like this and ladies don't speak like this. And as a child, I heard, well, children should be seen and not heard. And a lot of that is rooted in the feminine as well, right? Women should be seen and beauty and revered. We've always been revered for our beauty, right? Breasts, 
are always in, in, in beautiful pieces of artwork going back centuries. But are we allowed to have a voice? Do we matter? That That is the stuff I'm talking about, right? So what is right and what is wrong to act as a woman, right? To parent or not to parent, you know? I'm happy that finally women are not expected to all be mothers. What if someone doesn't feel called to have children? That should be okay, right? I know it is in our DNA to birth, but if somebody doesn't feel called, I think it should be okay that somebody chooses to not have a child and that we don't shame and suppress people that don't to vote or not to vote, right? Or how we vote, right? Values, right? Suppression of people's values, right? Again, all belongs, right? There is no, there is no right or wrong. Guess what? It just is. And the more we show compassion, not only for ourselves, but for others, acceptance, tolerance, kindness, no matter if somebody speaks our language or not, because at the end of the day, we are all one. We all come from the same source. We will all return to the same source. Anything else is just what they call an illusion of separation. To paint, to write, to pray, right? You're, you're a faith. You're not a faith, right? Surrender that right now out the window. And those right ways that don't match hers. And I will continue reading. We've all experienced this. We've been taught and told to censor and filter ourselves. And as we're careful, keeping others comfortable, we're losing our natural, God-given impulses, our creative spirit, because we're not listening within, we're listening without. How powerful is that? We're not listening within when we care about what everybody else thinks and we suppress and we shame ourselves. And as we look outside ourselves for validation, our senses are heightened to make sure everyone else is okay but ourselves. Then we can be okay. We're constantly babysitting the feelings of others. And guess what? That's exhausting. And then we want to make sure we're doing it right. We're doing everything right, right? We're a woman. We have these expectations, right? We want to make sure we're doing everything right. And that's exhausting too. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I just want to take a moment to honor that all of the, the women or even the men in here, right? We all have feminine within us. This expectation to be other than we are is a lot. So this full moon, I'm setting this intention that we collectively let this go. That we take steps every day to surrender the narrative that we dress how we want and we say what we want, of course, with respect for others, right? This is not a permission to act like an asshole, right? to respect others, but to honor and respect ourselves first. I am inviting you back to your innate God-given natural wisdom, your creative impulses, your intuitive nudges. I am inviting you back to your way of speaking, your way of moving, your way of dressing, your way of expressing. I'm inviting you back to your way of intuiting, of parenting, of making love, and of creating. I'm inviting you back home to you. It's just so beautiful. I just want to take a moment to pause and honor that passage because that right there explains everything I'm going to talk about in these four points, but in such a beautiful prose that, that really speak to my soul. And I, I felt called to share that with you all. 
today. All right, so let's talk about these four points of surrendering shame, right? How do we surrender shame? Where do we start? What are the tools, right? And these are all tools of trauma therapy that I'm sharing with you now as a trauma-informed wellness practitioner. Uh, My podcast, which is absolutely free as well, and I invite you to check out. I release episodes every Friday. It's called Alive with Jessica Silverman, Healing Inner Child and Ancestral Trauma. I'm on all major podcast platforms. Um, And it's the same name as my group here on Insight Timer, Alive with Jessica Silverman. Please follow me so you get notifications. I'm going to be releasing um, meditations in the next few weeks, one of which we're going to get to do today. So you're going to get to sneak preview it before it's released live on the platform as a thank you for being here with me today. So follow, join my group, add my podcast. If you're a podcaster to listen, these are all the ways that I just want to love you and give back to you to know that, right, we are we are all part of this movement, right? We are all part of this movement of surrendering shame, of honoring the feminine, right, of showing up fully as ourselves. And as this passage says, of coming back home to you. That is my goal, to help you come back home to yourself. Let me count the ways. And if you're feeling called at any point while being here to leave a donation, it is always, always so much appreciated from the utmost bottom of my heart. So I can continue to do this. I can continue to have the energy to balance (laughs) as a feminine, all of the balls and all the ways that I show up uh, in the world. I also lead a sisterhood that I will be reviving actually uh, in the next few months. So I'll keep you posted with that. Um, But stay in touch with me. I'm also on Instagram at mozen, M-O-Z-E-N underscore wellness. And you will find out all the amazing things that I'm doing there. I show up every single day. So Instagram at mozen. I'll type it in the chat, wellness. That is my handle. I pretty much hang out on the gram. I'm also on Facebook. You can find me under Jessica Schiller Silverman, my name here. So let's start with these four points. Again, we've got 15 minutes. I want to make the most of our time. Number one is radical. And I sort of alluded to this already in our loose conversation, this concept of radical acceptance. Okay, type it here in the chat, radical acceptance. Right? What is radical acceptance? It is exactly as it sounds, right? Radically accepting ourselves no matter what or who says something about us. It is honoring our needs above all, right? It is dressing as we want. It is living our life as we want, not as our family had expectations for or our spouse or our children, right? It is radically accepting us as we are, but also radically accepting the chaos around us, right? And again, not tolerating, and I'm going to ask you to tolerate, but when things don't go exactly as you planned in any given day, and that's especially with this full moon in Virgo, Virgos are very meticulous and calculated on on the the light side, right? Organized, and it's a beautiful trait, but guess what? And I know I'm a a Virgo moon. (laughs) My moon sign is Virgo. But when things don't go exactly as I plan, like my live on Friday, ooh, I'm spinning in circles. I'm like, oh my gosh, but I planned and I had everything ready. And, right? It's like almost like I, I shut down because things didn't happen exactly, right? So this concept of radical acceptance invites you to just surrender and accept, hey, tech isn't working today. What can I do with the time that I have back? Hey, I guess this isn't happening. Maybe I'll reschedule it. Or maybe it's just not meant for me at all. Maybe this relationship isn't meant for me right? If something feels constantly so forced, 
maybe it's an invitation that it's not aligned, right? So this whole concept of radical acceptance is just really beautiful because again, it invites us to tune into our heart space, right? The heart coherence we did earlier and we'll meditate at the end to channel this energy of radical acceptance with my meditation called All Belongs, right? Which is a beautiful mantra to say when you are feeling stressed, right? And and not in a place of acceptance, right? Of wanting things to be different than they are. That is the root cause, as the Buddhists speak about, of all our suffering is wanting the world, wanting someone else in a relationship to be as you want them to be. But again, that's what causes suffering because you have to let someone be who they are. They have to let you be who you are, right? Circumstances, whatever's happening, the weather, right? Things that we can't control. The only thing we can worry about is us. But even sometimes we act outside of our own character. And that's a time when we practice number two, compassion therapy. We're going to do this. Hopefully we have time really quickly today where I'll introduce a compassion therapy practice with you. Um, This actually comes from the Mindful Self-Compassion Workbook. Show you this beautiful book. I'm sure most of you have heard of Kristen Neff. Um, She has done a lot of work on compassion therapy and MCW, the Mindful Compassion uh, Workbook, which is really beautiful. And so today I want to introduce a concept And I mentioned this earlier, right? The most powerful question you can ask is, what do I need? So this is a practice, finding loving kindness phrases. And I just wanted to give you an example. Instead of just talking about what compassion therapy is, well, let's practice. Okay, so real quickly, I want to invite everyone again to put a hand over your heart or elsewhere. You want to put a hand on your belly, on your leg to feel a sense of grounding with your your arms open and your hands, your palms to the sky, whatever feels resonant for you, and feel your body breathe. Now take a moment and allow your heart to open gently, to become receptive like a flower opening in the warm sun. And then ask yourself this question, allowing the answer to arise naturally within you. What do I need? What do I truly need? And if this need has not been fulfilled in a given day, your day does not feel complete. But let's practice radical acceptance. That even if this need doesn't happen today, that's okay. We're going to keep calling it in and we're going to keep asking ourselves, what do I need? Let the answer be a universal human need, such as the need to be connected, loved, peaceful, or free. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes if you close them. I want you to write down here in the chat. What arose for you? What do you need right now? It's a question we don't ask ourselves often, especially as women, especially as caregivers, especially as empaths that worry about everybody else in the world. What do you need right now? 
and continue to ask yourself that question. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel the need, like you're just going to burst, right? And, and you know, you start to feel it in your physical body. Like when I get stressed, I feel again, that weight in my shoulders. What do you need? Okay. And remember these words, because when we meditate, I want you to create, or you can do this now, a mantra around this need, right? So I'm going to help you create your own compassion mantra instead of giving us a mantra. So it feels more personal to you, right? So Mo says self-love. I am self-love. I am deserving of all the love in the world. Whatever resonates with you, I want you to create a mantra around this need. JG, a vacation with a beach. Michaela, move, dress, speak, act, be free. Awesome, beautiful. I love that. Love and connection. I am Bonnie. I am loving awareness. Dion, to be outside by myself, hands in the earth. Dion, I am earth. And I know Dion personally, she is earth. She is a Virgo. Virgo is an earth sign. I am earth. I am mother Gaia. I am connected to the earth. Okay, so I want you to create the mantra if you want to share it here in the chat. It's beautiful. It might give someone else an idea. Write it down. And we're going to meditate on that. So number two is compassion therapy. And there's so much more to this. I can do a whole live on compassion therapy. If this interests you, let me know. And again, if you have other ideas too for what you would like me to go live on and share for the hour, please let me know. My intention is to show up weekly. The thing is, I've had so much going on in my life. Um, I actually sold our home in December. We're moving in the next few weeks. So I'm hesitant to set up a weekly schedule that I can stick to just because, again, radical acceptance to everything that's going on, showing compassion for myself in this process, and knowing that I will show up as I can for each and every one of you. So if you have any ideas of what you would like to, to see on these lives, I am a wonderful wealth of knowledge. Um, I've been doing this work for, for nine years now, um, full-time as an entrepreneur. Um, and I've had a spiritual practice for, for probably 20, 30 years before that. I know I look super young, but not as young as I look. Bonnie, yes to compassion therapy. Awesome, awesome. Definitely a future live. Thank you, Bonnie, uh, so much for being here. Shanita, celebrations. Yes. yes. I love that. I celebrate, beautiful mantra. I celebrate myself. Let's let's say that all together, right? I know you're not here with me and I can't hear you, but I can hear you subconsciously. I celebrate myself, healing the masculine and feminine. I heal the masculine and the feminine. I hold space for the yin and the yang within me. I honor the masculine and the feminine within me. All right. Two more concepts I want to talk about with surrendering shame. I actually had six. I lied, but we're going to go through two more. And I promise we can evolve this session again. Again, there's so many layers to, to shame, right? And there's so many tools that we can use, right? Again, as I said in the beginning, there is no right and wrong. It just is. So let's just be open and not have expectations as to what this should look like or how I should look like, right? Just come back home to yourself. Spending time in silence, even for five minutes a day, like complete silence, is the way to receive these answers as to what your soul has to say that you're suppressing or you're silencing or you're being busy in the world and you're just not listening, right? We're giving attention to everything on the outside instead of tuning within. So our next two concepts 
our ancestral healing, ancestral trauma by learning our lineage. How many of you have explored or know a bit about where you come from, right? Because a lot of shame is inherited multi-generationally, right? Intergenerational trauma goes up to seven generations forward, right? So the trauma we heal, the cycles we break. And I know this is my purpose to break a lot of the cycles in my lineage. We'll not carry seven generations. Amen, right? Knock on wood. But it can go back up to seven generations. So learning our lineage, right? If we are of Navajo heritage, right? Not Do we not only know the stories of our ancestors and our parents and grandparents, right? But do we know just about the Navajo? What are the rituals? And I'm just giving a Navajo as an example, right? What are the rituals of the Navajo tribe? What are some talisman or symbols that I can add to my meditation and my practice to honor my lineage? What symbols or crystals or right trinkets of the Navajo, maybe the talking stick, can I put on my altar to honor the lineage, right? Because if we don't know who we are, right? We definitely don't know where we come from. And we know where we come from. We know a little bit more of who we are, what made us who we are, right? Just like our natal charts, where are the stars, right? We're aligned when we were born, but we have seven generations of, of traditions and rituals and stories and traumas that we carry with us that we are probably not even aware of. So when we bring this from our subconscious to our conscious awareness, we can be free and we can break the cycle. As JG said, yeah, same, break them. So if you want to share in the chat, where do you come from? I'm really intrigued to know because again, the more we not only know ourselves, but accept everyone else and where they come from, right? There's a lot of of judgment, of shame in the world, of of who you are and where you come from and and your people and and the whole concept of colonialism, right? But did I do that? Right? And I understand and I'm not right being insensitive to what happened. My ancestors have been scapegoats for my entire existence. Right? I am of Jewish faith. But we cannot let this consume us so much. As Gabor Mate says, and he is also Jewish and has lived through the Holocaust, as is his ancestors, he says, I don't need to carry the trauma of the Holocaust with me every single day. I don't. I can honor it and I can I can feel it and I can have compassion, but I don't need to carry it, right? Learn your lineage, but break the cycle by, by accepting, by having compassion for what happened to you, by knowing right? And then taking steps every day to say, I love this part of my lineage and I'm going to carry this forward. And this part of my lineage, this really hard stuff, I'm going to feel it to heal it. And then I'm going to surrender. I'm going to surrender the shame. I'm going to surrender, right? All the judgment that I have to hide who I am. For so long, I was afraid to even tell people who I am because they will judge me. That's terrible. My mother told me to hide my star. That is suppression. That is shame. I have to be shameful for where I come from. Bonnie, I love Gabor. Yeah, he's amazing. Gabor Mate, one of the greatest of all our time, trauma specialist. JG, I am definitely like my grandmother due to the trauma from the Great Depression. Yeah, I am like both of my grandmothers. One who survived, actually both who survived the Holocaust. 
And they were fighters, man. My grandmothers, they were fierce. They were fighters. But guess what? They lived all these expectations of shame. You have to have children and you have to do this and you have to tend to the home and right, all of this old school stuff that thank God we are breaking those cycles because the expectation that a woman cares for the home, does it have to be? It can be, but you decide that in your home. It doesn't have to be universal, right? For each and every one of us. And lastly, and then we're going to meditate. So I might go a couple minutes over. I hope you have a few more minutes. I promised an hour, but hey, even an hour and 10 minutes is better than two. And I'm intentionally choosing to add a few more minutes because I would love to meditate with you all and just bring this all in so you can feel it in your heart space, in your heart chakra, is societal pressures. And practicing nonconformity to honor your authenticity and higher self. All right, so number three was ancestral trauma. And if you're in my group, I will post the notes in the group. So don't worry if you didn't capture all the points or anything in between. If you're driving, just listen, just take it in. I'm going to show the notes. My group here on Insight Timer is alive. I'll type that in the chat with Jessica Sorman. Thank you for explaining. You're so welcome, JG. I am happy you are here, darling. All right, that is my group here on Insight Timer, as well as the name of my podcast, which is a beautiful way to heal and, and have a sort of ritual and practice um, around surrendering shame, right? Through story, through sharing your stories, right? Sharing your voice, like being your authentic self. That's my platform for healing. And this episode will be released as you all are listening now on the podcast through Insight Timer. All right. I just want to take a moment um, quickly and honor what Liz has to say here in the chat. Uh, thank you for your vulnerability and your honesty, Liz. I was sexually assaulted at this bar that I love going to. I reported this guy for what he did to me. He was banned from it. There was a small group of people, mainly for women, who have lashed out against me, saying I am responsible for getting him banned. I know this is not true. He is responsible for violating my body. A thousand percent, Liz. He and his friends, some of them who I thought were a friend of mine, who obviously are not, gaslighted me and saying I lied, which I have not. I know I did not deserve what he did to me, and I do not feel guilty. By reporting him, I took away his power and gave myself more. Amen, sister. And I hope you don't mind I'm reading this as your voice, but I am voicing your, your suppression now so you can release this and be free. I still go there, and if I see him or his, him or his friends, I ignore him and them. JG, I'm definitely sorry to hear this, Liz. Keep speaking out. Yes, Liz. Let's, let's just all put our hand on our heart. I'm sending you so much love, Liz. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability. This, this is how we break the cycle, right? By speaking out, by saying that's his own, right? He didn't want me to take away his power, but I took it back because that's my power, right? Gaslighting is someone trying to take away your power. It's, it's, it's a type of shame, right? So thank you for bringing that to light. I do not feel shame for reporting it, as you should not. You acted in your solar plexus and in your power. And I want to honor you for, for doing that, for continuing to go there and show up because a lot of people would just be afraid and they would just never show up. You're facing it. You are using your voice. You did here today. And I want to thank you and honor you. And again, it ties into point number four, right? Societal pressures. Societal pressures, right? And practicing nonconformity, not saying, well, what are people going to think? Who gives a hoot? 
Okay. Who gives a hoot what people are going to think? What do you think? That's what I'm going to ask you. What do you think? And I know easier said than done, but the more we practice this, the easier it gets. If you've been following me on social media, my content has changed (laughs) way all the way, like milestones, right? In the last eight years, because when I started, I was so worried. What do people want to hear? And what are they going to think? And oh my gosh, if I speak out against this, or I have this value, right? Somebody's going to stop following me. Okay. So they can stop following me, but I'm not going to censor or silence myself because then I, it manifests in my physical body. I live that reality. I take on that trauma from my lineage where no, no, you don't, you're not seen. You know, children are seen and not heard. Women are seen and not heard. You are heard, Liz, today. Thank you so much for sharing. Angela, I'm sorry you went through that, Liz. I'm glad you stood up for yourself. Yes. Yes. Let's all send love. You're here uh, to Liz in the chat. Heart emoji. Whatever way you want to express yourself, express yourself too. I'm inviting you here to express yourself. These are the small ways. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to show up on Inside Timer. You don't have to be a TEDx speaker. Write a book. Just show up, show up in chat, speak up for yourself, right? Don't sit in the background and just take it all in, right? Release, express. This is a beautiful time to do that in the full moon. And I'm inviting you to do that right now. And now we're going to meditate together as final closure to really tie this all in. So I invite you to get comfortable if you want to switch places. You can either sit up, prop up your pillows. You can go lie down. If you're listening to the podcast and you're driving, allow this to be a mindful meditation. Nancy, thank you for the beautiful purple hearts and the love. And again, if you feel called to donate, all donations are so much appreciated. So I can continue to shower the love right back to you. All right. Get comfortable. I will cue up the music. And again, this meditation is called This Belongs. And I will record this in the next few weeks uh, on Insight Timer, the fully edited version. But this is your first taste of that. So you get a sneak peek of the meditation here on Insight Timer and on the podcast. And then I will release this as a formal meditation on Insight Timer. Feel free to follow me so you get the notification when it goes live. Just give me a second to cue up the music. That's my speaker. (laughs) One time somebody thought it was a dog, but no, it's my speaker. It means Bluetooth is connected. I invite you to get comfortable sitting up or lying down. As I mentioned before, prop up your pillows or anything else you need to feel settled and just allow my voice to guide you in this moment. Thank you so much for the beautiful donation, Mo. Much blessings. As you start to settle within your own skin, take a few deep inhales of fresh energy 
on the count of four, three, two, one, and release through the exhale, the stale, the tattered, the weight that's weighing you down for the count of eight, seven, six, five, four, three, Two, one. The longer the exhale, the deeper the release. And as you feel your body slowly begin to melt into the cushion beneath you, the earth below you, ask yourself this. What lies within you dormant that is ready to break free? These feelings of suppression and resistance that no longer serve you, especially in this season. The emotions and feelings that are too painful to feel, the stories you don't want to remember, the relationships that broke you open, and the traumas that live inside. The mind may forget, but the body, the body remembers. The body longs for this release. It can hold on no more. Your body protected you for a time, but this protection is simply an illusion. True protection comes from acceptance. Radical acceptance of what is rather than what you wish it to be. Inviting it in so it can finally be free of you, your body, your psyche, and your precious soul. Place your hand on your heart. And repeat after me, this belongs. This feeling belongs. Who I am belongs. These thoughts belong. This belongs. Whatever you've been resisting in life, and even in this moment, this belongs. The fears, the doubts, the anger, the resentment, the feelings of being trapped, the rage, the panic, the not enoughness, the too muchness, the grief, the sadness, the depressive days. This, this belongs. I want you to visualize now in this moment. What are you resisting in this reality? What lies dormant within you? What feelings or stories feel heavy on your heart? Bring them to the light now so they can finally be released. Let this beautiful humbling come to the surface like a shedding of old skin. Freedom from the chains of what you push away. It is all ready to be released.
All you have to do is practice this radical acceptance with me right now. This belongs. Without judgment, without shame, without suppression. This belongs. This is a part of you, but it is not all of you. Allow yourself to feel this tidal wave of emotions so you can finally be set free. Envision these emotions attached to balloons in the sky, floating away from your aura and into the ether, back from which where it came. This belongs. You are safe. You are loved. You are guided. All belongs, both your light and your shadow parts. Let these emotions release their hold and attachment on you. Flying away to the bright blue sky as balloons, celebrating your liberation of body, mind, and spirit today. This belongs. You belong as you are in this and every moment. Acceptance will set you free. I want to close with this quote from astrologer Colin Fidel. If you want to trust, you have to risk. And if you want to know joy, you will know pain. You want to fall in love, you will get your heart broken. If you want to know what it means to be fully alive, you will have to experience loss, grief, and death. Said differently, a Scorpio family member reminds us, Scorpio, the sign of the underworld. If you want to play, you have to pay. No one rides for free. And I think handling that big, messy truth is the ask of us. Sat Cheat Ananda Truth Consciousness Bliss Know that everything is a teacher Every moment is a gift Everything can belong Right as it is This Belongs You belong I invite you to slowly come back into the room, come back into your body, this feeling of belongingness, of acceptance, of love, of compassion, all the energies that we invited today in honoring the faint shame suppressing of the feminine. Wiggle your fingers, your toes. Feel the blessing it is to be in your body today, to be alive, to be here with me. I have so much gratitude for each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, for spending this hour and 13 minutes with me. Thank you. just want to take a moment to say a prayer. Thank each and every one of you for being here. Again, if you feel called to donate, now is the time. Thank you 
for being here, for allowing me to, to share my voice, to not suppress my feminine in this moment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sending you all so much love. Stay tuned. Follow me here on Insight Timer. If you do not already, join my community alive with Jessica Silverman so we could stay connected outside of the lives. Use it as your support, right? This space can continue every single day. Join the community. Follow my podcast. It's also called Alive with Jessica Silverman. I'm on all major podcast platforms. That was beautiful. Thank you, Mo. You are beautiful. Thank you so much for being here, for practicing in full moon meditation with me, for honoring the feminine, right? In this this month, but really this reality, right? Where we should always honor and not suppress our shame in the feminine. Mo, sending you so much love. Let's just take a last moment. If you're here, type in the chat. Let's share the love and compassion that we took in today with everyone here with the world, right? And share and spread that love. Dion, thank you for such a beautiful time together. Thank you for the yellow hearts, right? Thank you for all the, the hearts here uh, flowing through in the chat. Again, if you feel called, donations are always welcome. Liz, thank you, Jessica, for creating and doing this Live Now event and your amazing gift to me and others in the community. Thank you for being here. You are a part of this co-creative and this collective magic. I promise to be back very soon, but stay tuned. If you follow me, you'll get a notification as soon as my next live event goes live. Again, if you have any ideas for a future live, please let me know. Last call, 30 seconds (laughs) to share any ideas, to share any love, to send a donation, whatever you feel called to in this moment, do you. Do you, be you, right? Don't suppress, right? Let it go, let it out. This is the full moon. This is time to surrender that structure of the full moon in Virgo and just lean into our wild and free feminine. Just want to thank you all again for being here. 15 more seconds. Sending you all so much love. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. I'm just going to end here with another beautiful practice and get time to do just cradle your face in moments where you feel stressed, where you feel unloved. This actually helps regulate our nervous system, brings us back to a space of compassion, of love, of radical acceptance. Looks a little silly, but feels really good to hold ourselves. More hands on our heart. Sending you so much love. Until next time. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to share the love with somebody in your world that really needs this message today. And if you're feeling extra generous, I would absolutely love if you would subscribe to my show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and rate and review. Interested to know how this show has helped you come alive.